Hello everybody, this is your girl Teresa and you're listening to Hoops and Hurdles Podcast Live. Today we're talking about relationships in general with our special guest. She's a life coach and owner of Phoenix Nest Coaching. Thanks for joining us, Tia. So Tia, can you tell us more about Phoenix Nest Coaching and what inspired you to start the organization and why did you become a life coach? this opportunity to be here with you today, Teresa. Um, I appreciate um, the conversation that we're going to have. And I um, just want to start from from that place and celebrating you, celebrating what we're going to do. So how I got into life coaching and um, Phoenix Nest Coaching, it really started... Um, as a dream many years ago, what Phoenix Nest coached, what Phoenix Nest came many, many years ago out of my desire um, to help folks that have experienced abuse and had, who've been hurt um, by a domestic violence, relationship violence, interpersonal violence, um, whether a childhood, a, a partner, um, because I have personally experienced many of those things. Mm-hmm. And it has always spoken like i've always been very open about my story and shared and so many people spoke spoke life into me along the way and was talking about i have so much bigger work to do and sharing my story and impacting others lives um i always thought i was going to open a long-term domestic violence shelter for women um that was going to be called phoenix nest um but in um the past few years the way things were happening with my work-life balance. Um, I, as everyone may have heard in our earlier conversation, I live in California now. I'm originally from Mississippi, and I was really just stuck. So this stuckness that um, I talk about in my business, I was really feeling stuck. I was feeling like I was just existing. I was doing things that people would look at and say, oh, she's just really doing amazing in life. And I just was not happy. I wasn't satisfied. And it was my desire to change that. I was hopeful and I was open, but I was just really stuck. Mm-hmm. And, and this I was just, why you were living people, in Mississippi or I why saw- in California? No, this has came along like to how I finally got to okay. life coaching. So this is past Mississippi. Um, now Mississippi, growing up um, as the oldest girl of 10 kids, early on I said what I was seeing around me was not going to be enough. So as, as a teenager, young teenager, I kept saying this is not the life for me. Mm-hmm. Like just being in Mississippi, mm-hmm. in the rural area, um, just you know, raising a family and, and having kids and, and barely making it and stuff like that. Yes, what I was seeing Lord. demonstrated in my own family, that struggle, I said, God, that can't be my life. And so fortunately for me, um, I asked my mother to send me to Piney Woods. And I went to, back then it was called Piney Woods Country Life School. Uh-huh. And that was really a big launch for me because it gave me so much more access to different colleges and opportunities. Mm-hmm. But you fast forward all 
okay, um, opportunities and people speaking into me came to came to a head in the past year and a half. And I just said to myself, existing is no longer enough. Me just supporting and loving and caring for people, but me actually caring about myself enough to have find joy and no longer feel stuck in existing. I need to figure out what my future needs to look like. I need clarity mm-hmm. on what I desire my future for, for my look like. And so I kept praying as I'm a believer. I kept praying to God and I asked God, I said, God, what is my next? What is my next? For months and months, I just kept going kept going and saying my prayer, saying my prayer. And until one day, he gave me life coaching. Now, it was so funny. It was so funny. I have never, perhaps then I have really thought about life coaching or anything. I just, it just didn't click. But this guy gave it to me. And immediately, the, the tight people in my circle, I shared that with them. And they were like, yes, that is you. That is what you've been doing for us your entire life, mm-hmm. our entire lives, and our entire friendship. And so after that, because nothing do I do that I want to do, I don't want to do it mediocre. I don't want to be exactly. mediocre at it. So I instantly start looking for schools and find a program that can help guide me. I know how to support people. I know how to challenge them. I know how to be honest, but I also want to do it in a strategic way so they, they can um, for sure have their breakthroughs that they need to have. So I enrolled in school and started the program. So of course, then now this name God gave me many years ago for this women's shelter. I'm like, of course, Man. now that's my business name. So Phoenix Nest Coaching. And that name was important to me. It's because, you know, the Phoenix rises from the ashes. It's about, about all it. about transformation. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this is upset. And then it's Nest because I want you to think of it. The Nest is a safe place. Uh-huh. It is. So it's a safe place to come for your transformation. Yes. So when you're open and ready, come to Phoenix Nest Coaching so you can be supported in your transformation. So that's really where my business name came from. It came from a place of my own life experiences, my own hurts and stuff, and just wanting to transform my life. And as I am my first client, um, I, I went through coaching first so that I could have those experiences and have my own breakthroughs and stuff like that. And now can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And, and can reflect with others in a, in, a, in a strategic way that can help them and support them. And it's just all I want to see folks. You, you huh? know, I said it was, it's only just in California or anybody across any in any state can connect. No, you. it's not. Yeah, anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world can connect with me um, as a life coach. And so it's not limited because really what I do, I can coach you via phone. I can coach you via email, preferably um, via phone or via um, a video um, conferencing platform. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Because I was like, how did she come up with things? And I was just wondering, like, how did she come up with it? But now that you explain it, it makes sense. And um, I noticed that, like I said earlier, that you said that women can thrive after being abused. What do you mean by that? How can they thrive after being abused? Right. So, you know, in my own stuckness, it was things that were unhealed. Like, so your healing journey is a journey. So Mm -hmm. it's not like there's going to be a period at the end, the stopping date. So in, in my stuckness, I realized 
I was stuck because it was so many things I left unaddressed. Yeah. So my abuse experience was guiding how I was living. It was guiding the decisions I was making. I was operating from a trauma space. Mm-hmm. My trauma experiences were for me. Okay, so they can be my intuition, but they don't need to be the guiding force because I'm no longer in that situation anymore. Right? Mm -hmm. So since I'm no longer in the trauma experience, I can use that information to make decisions, to guide decisions in the future, but it doesn't need to be at the forefront of how I make the decision that this person or this encounter is going to be a traumatic experience and this is how I need to treat it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I can use my intuition. So if this person telling me stuff about themselves that reminds me that alerts me to red flags then I need to consider that as I move forward or eliminate that relationship or set boundaries or just understand where is that coming from what about them is triggering me and so really just coming from that space and really wanting to say all right now that I have an understanding that I have just been surviving and so many of us are just surviving we're trying to survive life in general whether it's trauma experience abuse experience whatever it may be some of us are just surviving and I knew that was me I knew I was just surviving but I didn't want that to be it Uh I didn't want to live my life and just survive for the duration of it and do you believe that people actually do you actually believe people do trauma bond in a relationship and just stay there and just take it because they feel as though they they believe as though there's nobody else out there for them or they can't do better do you believe in trauma bonding? Oh, for I believe there's trauma bonding. There's so many things. There's so many things. But I think it. But the biggest thing is our self-value. Mm-hmm. So because of our experiences, how has it impacted our self-value? So therefore, we stay in stuff or in, get in stuff that is not healthy for us. Yeah. Right? And so... Then, and, and, and because of our self-value, when we start really working on our self-worth and self-value and what we think of ourselves and really get into the place of caring about ourselves and loving ourselves and that's cool and hot and sexy, like for me to take care of me as my priority, then I can get to a place of thriving. I can love my life. Mm. Despite having been molested, despite having been a victim of domestic violence, despite having been raped, I don't look like my story. So you can look at Tia Trust and I can tell you that thriving is possible because I don't look like what my experience has been, right? And I'm no longer surviving. I know how to get up in every day and I can be grateful. I start with expressing my gratitude. I am alive and well. I have a new opportunity to do it all over again. Whatever I feel I didn't do right yesterday, today's a new day. I get a new opportunity to do it all over again. I don't have to sit with regret about what didn't go right yesterday. I have a new opportunity. I can make new decisions. I have new encounters. I get to meet new people. I get to meet Teresa. (laughs) And I I understand the stuckness and the molestation because I've been there. I've done that. You know, I've gone through that and... It is a terrible feeling, and you and you actually do be like, this can't be my life. Like this really cannot be my life. And I have been on the other end where I thought about taking my life a couple times because I was like, this this can't be my life. And like you said, people see you, but they don't know what you have gone through until you tell them your story. So that's why I'm kind of happy that you did come out with the uh, Phoenix Miss um, coaching thing because a lot of us need that because a lot of us have been molested, but we just 
have been taught to sweep it on the rug or be quiet. And it need, right. we need that uh, push, that drive, that therapy, that life coach. Because I'm, I'm going to say this, our people don't believe in therapy, but we need it. Like, we need somebody to talk to. We need another outlet, you know? So I, I thank you for this program. I mean, for this organization. And I understand where you're coming from. Um, and I know you said something about... Um, and I also encourage... Go ahead, Tia. Okay. Oh, it's a delay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, and then I also, what I encourage folks, when when they carry in that to whatever is naturally coming up for you, so if it's shame, embarrassment, your own self-blame, mm-hmm. rebuke that immediately. Cancel that out. That is not true. That is not, not at all. Somebody disrespected and devalued you, and that has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. And no, you are worth fighting for. Yes. Period. Period. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of things it come from our childhood and it rolls into <laughs> our adulthood. It does, and it affects our relationships later yeah. on. And me, I didn't have a father figure. Like, I didn't, I had uncles and stuff, but I didn't have a dad in the home. I had an older brother, but I didn't have a dad in the home. But as you get older, that starts affecting you later on down the line, especially relationship-wise. And I just, I used to be angry. I used to be bitter and mad. And I want to say right there, those feelings are legit and make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we won't even allow ourselves to have permission to even feel the anger and frustration. Like, can we just get over it already? No, a normal part of the process is to feel whatever you need to feel. Whatever comes up for you to express it, how you need to express it. Be angry, be frustrated, go work through that process. But also for us now to think about and say, how is this affecting me and how is this is holding me back from loving myself the way I truly should be loved has this put in my head that my value isn't there good that's that good. I'm not valuable but like when you, especially when you you um been raped and molested and beaten it's like people saying you ain't worth nothing but what I can take from you your body exploiting all of that and that's not true that is so not true you are worth so much more, but there's some disrespectful, mm-hmm. hurting, toxic people out there who will exploit you. And yes. that has nothing to do with you. And you also have to be careful with your vulnerability. You have to be careful who you open up to when you have like trauma in your life because people will take that and play on that. And I was a victim of that too. And it had me guarded. And I think a lot of people like that. So, do you have people that come to your organization that's guarded and don't don't have no trust? Like trust issues is gone. <laughs> of course, of course, they have every type of issue under the sun. But what I tell folks in coaching, so also I want to hint towards what coaching is. So, coaching really, I like to describe it as I am your cheerleader, right? Mm-hmm. I'm your cheerleader. So first of all, just like in a therapist relationship, you have to have, you have to be able to trust this person um, to, so you can share your vulnerability. So, you know, 
every coach may not be meant for you. So mm-hmm. try out a few, just like you would with a therapist. I empower folks. Try out folks until you figure out who's for you, where you can trust so you can really grow and have the impact that you need to have. So first, do I resonate with you? Because the part of my, what my role is, is to, we're supposed to work through some things. Whatever comes up, first of all, I'm going to get clear about what it is the goal is that you have for your life. Mm-hmm. So I have some practices that will help figure those out. Go for your life, different parts of your life. What's the priority? And I come from the perspective that you are the expert in your life. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't I don't know Teresa's life experience. I don't know Teresa's relationship. I don't know what she likes in the relationship. I, I don't know. Because we all have our life experience that has guided us into what we are now and what we like, what we appreciate in relationships and things like that. And so I'm coming from the perspective, I'm going to be strategic in my questioning to help you have your aha moments. Mm. I'm going to have you having your breakthrough because the biggest part is taking the time to sit down and like answer the question. How many times do most of us sit down and ask, what do I want? Most of the time we know what we don't want, but we don't know what we want. So without that clear focus on what we actually want, we we not going. We just running through life like our, we ain't got no focus. We ain't got no goal to get to. Exactly. First, we got to get clear about what's inside here. What do we want? Exactly. And then, as we work through that, then I'm gonna help you with some awareness. So what's coming up? So how are you showing up? Is is your actions in alignment with what you want? How are you self sabotaging? Because, you know, that's a good one. Tia, you knocking at the door. That's a good one. Prevent you from this because you don't got comfortable. Like, um, I'm going to block you. I don't want you in my life. I'm not going to share with you. I'm not going to be honest with the people. We're not going to create boundaries. We're going to let, um, uh, we're going to be people pleasing. We're going to be doing everything that's not helping us win. At all. And I love boundaries. Some people don't like boundaries, but I love boundaries. And people do self-sabotage themselves, but they don't know it. They don't know it. Because they, they don't got a right. meal to so it. So that's why you... Right. And that's why it's important to have someone that you can trust, that you can openly share with, that can um, reflect mm-hmm. with you. To see how you're showing up in the world versus how you desire to show up in the world. Because me, I just... I tell the person what I want, but sometimes I feel like it's too strong and they're not ready for that. But I'm like, I'm not finna settle because I done settled so much in my life because I I thought I needed that person. But I was like, "Uh -uh, I'm not going to settle. And then I had to look at myself too. Like, what do they see in me to make them come at me the way they come at me? You know, because it's always something sexual or they want a sugar mama. Uh Uh-uh. So I had to step back and be like, so what am I doing wrong or what signs am I giving off? Or is it from my childhood trauma that I'm like, it was just a lot, you know, and sometimes you do have to deal with yourself. It's ugly. I will say a lot of that stuff. Apparently you got to deal with yourself. Mm -hmm. We think we're responsible for others. How can I fix this person? How can I make them better? No. The buck stops with you. Guilty. You are responsible for you. Period. You are responsible for you. So I also want us to think, think, all right, what if this person is triggering something in us? So if we feel in some type of way about any encounter with something, like with someone, if we, we can trigger. 
and that could be triggered like um, um, from abuse experiences, but specifically not even necessarily that from like just an interaction. This could be uh, a mother and a daughter. So you could say, um, I, I saw a post today that said something about um, like you excited to see somebody and then when you get around them, they say something and it just like done threw you off. <laughs> Your whole energy has shifted. <laughs> right, the question you got to ask yourself, not how I can fix them, but how, um, what am I supposed to learn from this person? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What am I supposed to learn from them, this person? And so really sitting with that, not that I've got to teach them something. Most time we come from this space, like I need to teach them because they ain't right. They ain't they right. They ain't right. But you know, I got all the rightness in me. So coming from this space and this mindset that everybody is here to teach us something, uh-huh. to allow us this opportunity to grow. Sometimes we repeat the lessons because it, we have similar scenarios that keep coming up because we haven't learned the lesson. Mm-hmm. that was meant for us so some people are here to teach us how to let go of control some people are here to teach us compassion mm-hmm. right some people are t- here to teach us oh you gotta value yourself so why why am I attracting people that don't value me because deep down I don't value me yes that, that's I don't deep. value me. you might put on this front now I see a lot of people put on this front we can put on our pretty clothes we can talk it like I'm living my best life however realistically deep down I am hurting and I have not addressed my hurt toe up from the floor just toe up trying to dress the outside but toe up in the inside right just hurting so I just encourage people to get think about it and and get to a space and continue what you're working on yourself whether it's reading watching videos finding time to meditate spend time with yourself ask yourself the question what is it that I want get clear about that because until then you're just going to be going about this world doing this that and dysfunction dysfunction working in dysfunction and chaos yeah. And right, and then your decisions. When you have a clear focus and clear about what you want, then you make decisions based on that. True. Like, okay, if I want, I want marriage, I want children. If I want a successful career, if I'm clear about what I want specifically, I'm talking about specifically. I'm speaking very general right now, but if it's specifically, if I'm clear about those things and what I want and what I desire, then. I'm going to make decisions to make them fall in line. And so then also where the life coach is going to come in, be like, all right, this week. All right. So what came up for you? What happened? Okay. What decisions, what challenges came up? All right. So here's the goal here. I'm going to remind you of the goal. (laughs) And then, all right. What decisions or what behaviors can you acknowledge that got in, in the way of you? doing the things that you need to do to get there and do you believe that in a relationship people do need to discuss you know their wants or their traumas to see just kind of have an open discussion in a relationship to see because some people don't do that some people just go into a relationship just blinded if it's a relationship you really desire now it depends on what kind of relationships because we got to be honest and i'm real honest like you know some relationships are relationships with convenience like if we have a desire 
for committed relationship again here's the goal what's the goal if i desire a monogamous marriage um where you know say it's just that if i desire a monogamous marriage Mm -hmm. And then I have a partner with that. I'm trying to create a space because this marriage is going to be part of my safe space, my safe haven. I need to be truthful. I need to be honest. Yeah. It's my safe place. So I don't want to be in my, in my marriage pretending. I want to be honest. I want to lay it on the table. And I have to believe that the other person is capable of handling it. Because sometimes we dial it down mm-hmm. to protect people and say that they're not capable. They're not capable. But they are capable. We have to remind ourselves that they are capable. Because just like you are here to learn something from them, what are they here to teach you? What are you here to teach them? And sometimes we hold back our honesty and prevent others from having their opportunity to grow. And do you believe that's why some women and men stay in abusive relationships? Because they just be like, whatever, I just take it. Like you the only one that understands me. Ain't nobody else gonna understand me. I don't I don't ever take it like that. It's so many things. I don't think it's just a matter of fact mm-hmm. like that. There's so many things that come into play. So abusive relationships come with so many things. Uh, you know, isolation, financial dependence, I mean uh, vulnerabilities. It's usually some other kind of abuse, devaluing. So you don't think you are deserving of more than that. So it really comes back to this thing about my self-love, my value. If I value myself and you toxic, you hurt me, this ain't what love, and I know what love looks like. Love is kind, love is patient, love can hear me, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. love is supported. Think about our most meaningful relationships where we feel supported love. Because one thing I want you to know is everybody desires to be seen, heard, and valued, period. Seen, heard, and valued. So if you are not seeing me, you are not hearing me, and you are not valuing me, because I know how to see me, mm-hmm. I hear me, I'm aware of what I want, and I value myself, then my standards are very different. Because I've been around a lot but of women. Because if I have hurt, if I've been hurt, and you, you've been hurt, and you've devalued me, and I've bought into your mm-hmm. message of my value not being that much, then I can stay in relationships because I think this is all I'm worth. This is all I'm capable of getting. This is all that's out there. I don't believe in the possibility of things to be better. Because I don't think a lot of women in Again, a, we back in a domestic violence. Just um, I don't think a lot of women in a domestic violence relationship and it was hard for them to come out but you could see that their self-worth was like going downhill like they just didn't care about themselves no more everything they tried to do a picture perfect and because they were scared that you know if something is just wrong it's gonna go chaos and i done seen all this firsthand it's like you think that's love that's not love (laughs) oh wow yeah oh my god Right. And you have to teach people how to treat you. So how so do you, you feel about yourself, online dating? You take care of yourself, you prioritize Do you think online dating is a good huh? thing? Online dating. Do you think that's a good thing? Can you really get to know somebody on online dating? I think you can. I think it's a start. You know, I think it, it, it depends on what you're going for. If you really want to date them and if... It depends really what you want. If you want a relationship, again, this is what's the goal. If I'm going for marriage, I ain't 
if I'm going for marriage and stuff like that and I'm trying to connect with somebody, all I'm doing is not going to be just online. Like, I can meet you. That's a platform to meet people. Right? Eventually, we got to come together face-to-face, energy, and we're going to talk, getting to know each other. Do you have goals? Are you focused? Like, what's your thing? Do you desire commitment? Do you desire... But see, Tia, they will say, yeah, I desire that, but then they don't desire that. Yeah, I desire commitment, yeah, this is, but sometimes these folks have a whole other family, a whole other woman, so it's kind of like, like, you don't know what to do. Right, but that's why you sit back and watch. People's behavior will tell you, and your intuition, again, especially when you've had an abuse experience, we don't try to trust our gut. We're thinking like, oh, Maybe my gut is telling me wrong, but you got to trust your intuition. It's there for a reason. So if your yeah. gut is telling you mm-hmm. out, Get roll out. out, roll out. <laughs> Again, that's believing and listening to yourself, being in tune with self, yeah. right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't see any questions. Yeah. So I think any platform, it's a, it's a means of meeting people. So meet folks wherever they are however you desire to meet them, you know, um, face-to-face, social media, through friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> at the business friends, I don't know, wherever you desire. Um, but it's all about meeting folks and be clear about who you are. So that's why it's super important as individuals, we begin doing our self-work. Let me get in tune with self so I can attract because when I value myself, somebody who wants to hurt and, and doesn't value themselves and doesn't value other human beings I'm not going to really attract them because I'm real in tune with what Tia wants and desires and a lot of people just if they never experience that love especially as a child you're going to look for the wrong things you're going to think you found love but as you it may be something else and that's why I, I feel where you're coming from with this. right because usually you, right because you usually that what you know is what you're going mm-hmm. that's why they talk about what you know is what you're going to check so um i used to be an investigator oh. so um when i was doing my work and people found out i investigated cases that involved um sexual assault domestic violence um things like that mm. and so when i talked to people and they would find out about the work that i did I will, I, and they would be just shocked and they would be asked, oh, is it a lot of this taking place in here? And I say, I want to ask you this question. First of all, where did you learn about relationships? Did you have a healthy relationship demonstrated for you? I promise you, I, I didn't ask a whole bunch, but <laughs> as I had this conversation, I have not had one person that said, yes, they had a healthy relationship demonstrated for them. So think about in our household, this is where we're learning where a healthy relationship is. So then understand why when we grow and start doing relationships, we continue in stuff that is not healthy because that's what we learn. And I don't want that. I don't, don't know that. that a healthy And I hope a lot of people don't want that. Because like I said, I come up from a single parent home. Me and my brother didn't have our father. And it was hard dating because he I ain't gonna he wasn't even happy when it comes to dating. But it was hard dating. It really was. Because I didn't know. You know, and then I was dealing with a lot of pain, trauma as well. And if you just don't know, you just don't know. But when you 
as they say, you you live, you learn, you learn from, and you move forward. And it's okay to talk to a, a life coach or a therapist. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to get help because after a while, that stuff gonna start shifting. You gonna start lashing out. You ain't gonna ain't nobody gonna even want to be around you. And it, it just this stuff need to be talked about. Because people just bottle it up and then just move into a relationship. And then that's when everything starts coming out and stuff starts happening. And that's not cool at all. And in my family, the only person that's married is my brother. And I was like, I don't, mm Like, I don't want us to keep continuing this cycle for us. Like, I want to break it. I want to be married too. But I know I have to fix me. Right. Right. And I, I, and I don't think I right. ask too much. And don't even think it's, it's fixing. I don't even want you to think it's fixing. I don't, I don't need to be fixed. I ne- just need to do the things that is nourishing to me. Because mm-hmm. I also want you to think about it. The things, the way I have coped up until this point has gotten me to this point, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm open for a different way. If I desire something different, I need to do something different in order to get this different result. But we got to also acknowledge the things the way we survived and you know the circumstance and got ourselves to this point in life where we can be open and realize actually i want something else for my life gotcha now i need to figure out a different way i don't need to be fixed i just need my desires are over here i I want to have this self-awareness i want to have this self-love i want to appreciate myself so that i can also show up in a relationship and demonstrate exactly how i want to be treated and treat somebody else um in a loving kind way where they can feel seen heard and valued yeah because i'm 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 always saying fix and it's not fixed describe it as i am your cheer to be fixed i just so yeah Okay. So when you are, do you do like a group setting or do you do like just an individual setting? Like how do you operate in Phoenix nesting coaching? Right now I'm doing individual sessions with with the plan to um, incorporate some group sessions um, in the future, but I offer, I currently offer an individual program. And so in my current, my, my um, program is a 90 day program um, where it's set up to meet once a week for an hour um, to work through uh, and curate and really create um, a step-by-step plan to get um, the results that um, my clients desire. Okay. And so we work through at the very beginning to get clear about the goals clear about the things in their life that need to be nourished um what needs to be nourished if you talk to me from your heart and soul what is screaming that needs to be nourished what what what's that clear goal that we want to work towards so whether that's in relationship and health and finances and career um many things in your relationship with that which is greater um, all those things. So it's like getting really clear on what needs to be nourished in your life and what's most urgent. And then we strategically work um, through a 90-day program to help them have the breakthroughs that they need to in order to make those things happen. Okay. So Tia, can you let the people know? I don't see any questions. So <laughs> so can you let the people know where to find uh, Phoenix Nest Coaching on social media or et cetera? 
Um, Phoenix Nest Coaching, you can find me at phoenixnestcoach.com on my website um, that has all my social media. So Phoenix Nest Coach is on Instagram. There's a Phoenix Nest Coach Facebook page. There's a YouTube channel. Um, every third Saturday of every every month, me and another life coach do um, Instagram lives where we are really coaching folks through different topics. So I encourage folks to check that out. Um, and Or you can always email me at tia.trust at phoenixnestcoach.com. Awesome. And is there anything else you want to let the people know about um, life coaching, abuse, relationship-wise, just to put the icing on the cake? I will. <laughs> I will. I want to say first, thank you again for this opportunity um, to be on your podcast. I want to encourage folks. Um, it, it doesn't, it's not big. A lot of times where life coaching is the most, is very important is because it breaks it down. A lot of times when we think about what we want, when you answer that question, what do I want? Um, we get overwhelmed. And so that's why we haven't accomplished it or done it on our own get overwhelmed because we're just looking at the big picture we're not looking at the small steps that we can take that can get us to where we need to go you are your expert so choose you choose you it doesn't matter what anybody else says works for them you are the expert in your life and you can choose you and start today with simple things start by getting up and choosing gratitude every day know that you have a choice every day whether to be positive or negative and that positive is going to hold you back I mean that negative will hold you back but if you think in positive and being grateful for the things you have you can see the possibility in the future of greatness that is to come so I want you to all to have hope I don't want you to any longer just survive I want you to know that thriving is an option Awesome. All right, you guys. And to piggyback off her, Hoops and Hurdles is located on Facebook and IG. And you can go and subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, and now Google Podcasts. And that is all for Hoops and Hurdles Live with Miss Tia. And I want to thank you again, Tia, for coming and doing my first live podcast. You have been very informative. And I pray that we, you come back and visit us again. I sure will. And I look forward to future opportunities for us to work together and to collaborate. Yes. yes. And keep up the amazing work. Thank you, Tia. You have a great day. Y'all have a great night. And we're out. You too.